Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Chairsoft Show. I'm Andy, and joining me tonight is Carlo from the Flopperator Podcast. Good evening, hey Carlo. How are you, buddy? Right. Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad, not bad at all. Yeah. So, for the guys who've not come across you, just briefly introduce yourself to the listeners. Oh, that's um, that's rather a challenge, isn't it? <laughs> uh, firstly, I'm I'm Carlo. Obviously, um, I've been playing airsoft for near on six years now, and I haven't really got any better since I started. From that, you can kind of guess exactly what the show's about. It's usually taking the mick out of big things that deserve to have the mick taken out of them. Yeah, it's a very different. Um, <laughs> style of podcast to mine the one you do isn't it I'm yeah pretty much I, th- I think it's, it's the two sides of the coin isn't it I suppose in a way yeah well yours but, is very informative and yeah. you know it's it's, um, it's it's very approachable and mine is literally satire yeah it is that's the, that's the that's the best way to describe <laughs> it it's just like so this has happened this week what could we say about this <laughs> Yeah. Go. It's me because like, I drive a lot uh, throughout the week anyway, and I'm I'm constantly on the phone to people. Yeah. I kind of run. I kind of run with certain scenarios for for material uh, with them as well. And if something hits, great. I'll say it again. And if it doesn't hit, I'm like, yeah, should I go with it or should I just leave it as like a private joke and and wait for wait a few years and use it then? Yeah. Kind of like how comedians work, really. Yeah, that, that's exactly what you got to do with, with with a show like yours, uh, specifically. Guys, if you haven't listened to it, by the way, go check it out if you literally want the, shall we say, after the watershed side of Airsoft. <laughs> yeah, sure. The, the, the side that takes no prisoners. Yeah, I've, I've been on there a couple of times, and um, the, certainly the uh, discussions is literally no holds barred, and it is an open forum. I like to keep mine an open forum to an extent, but you just go, I don't care. I'm going to do it. Kind of well, they've got, well, got to sue me. right? Look, you can only sue people that have money. And even then, this is England. Yeah. Right? If you want to be a coward over here and hide behind your legal schematics and other crap, go for it. Yeah. You're welcome to. Sue me out the butt. Because I don't have any money. And you can only sue people with money, right? Yeah. <laughs> Give me money. Yeah, all right. Give me it's... money or compliment you choose. <laughs> but here's the other thing: there's like you meet so many people that that kind of bash you in in, in life and and so on and so forth. You go up and see them in in reality, and they become kittens. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I've I've noticed that specifically in. Airsoft as well as sort of the day-to-day job. You get someone, oh, that guy's a prick. You meet them and they're like, uh, especially if they think they're all that and then like someone sort of built like me or you. Yeah. Okay, yeah, if we're not exactly like bodybuilders, let's be honest. But, but I've got some strength guys, behind me, mate. Yeah, we can hold our own. And we're, big, we're relatively big guys, so we just walk up to people and they're like, uh, Trust me, at this range, I'm a surgeon with this shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, those, yeah, those, those three, those three airsoft enemies we've been talking about. <laughs> mm, yeah, about them. Yeah. 
But yeah, so how did the uh, Flopperator podcast come into existence? It, it started out as a joke. Um, it started as a throwaway line. I said to uh, the, the co-founder, Matt Coombe, uh, this is just said to him, like, look, we're getting pretty big here with, um, with, with the, the Facebook group. You know, we've got a YouTube channel now, a podcast, a street gang. He's like, when the hell did we get a podcast? I'm like, so you're not worried the fact that we have a street gang? Of all things. When did we get a podcast? When's that happening? I'm like, uh, that was a joke. So that was a kind of throwaway line about six weeks after that. I think this would have been around October 2016. He came back to me and said, Dude, you mentioned that we had this podcast. Where is it? I'm like, Oh, uh, you thought up? Uh, okay, fine. Um, you know, let me uh, l- let me do some research, and I'll get things together, and we'll go from there. You know, if if you wanna if you wanna do a podcast, we'll do a podcast, and um, <laughs> you know, the 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 show kind of grew from there of us just literally hitting record and having no real format, no real plan, if you will, and just going. Well, I've done the research. I know how to upload a podcast, and now to market something. And I know how to get people involved and, and create uh, an interactive area, if you will. Even if people say it's crap, I don't mind because at the end of the day, that means they listen to it. Yeah. And if exactly. you didn't listen to it, who are you to say that it's crap? Yeah, yeah <laughs> no. that's precisely the point, you know. It's shit. Why? Don't know, I ain't listen to it. <laughs> listen well, to it. That guy's in it. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yeah, that that was pretty much the uh, conception of the Flopperator podcast. And um, really yeah, we kind of roped in like every friend that we had to be on that first show. If you listen, if you yeah. listen to it, and and I, I do encourage people to listen. To it. Yeah, the sound quality is not that good because I learned a very valuable lesson that day. Running Skype and Audacity at the same time through the same switchboard does not do you any favors because. Skype tends to only maximise one microphone. Yeah. And that's the most direct one. Yeah, so, right. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so th- it does sound a bit choppy, but literally everyone that was um, involved in our, our very close group of friends at the time was on that show. So we had um, Matt, John Darkwater, uh, Ryan Fuller. Who else? Liam, our friend in the north. He's a cop now, so I can't give any more details about him. Yeah. Uh, I think Frenchie was there. I can't remember. It's yeah, just a, loads of people. Yeah, running. basically everyone you could think of. Who's <laughs> <laughs> available on Sunday night? Uh, yeah. Why? <laughs> Good. I need two more volunteers. Yeah, because that's kind of how I got involved with the show, wasn't it? It was yeah. just like, hey, hey, Andy, so I'm doing this recording. Do you want to come on? And that was probably about... 15 months ago, 14, 15 months ago. Yeah. I remember I was, I was in, in my room recording, I was in my sister's room because mine was getting decorated. So um, that's that's the other reason why I didn't go on the <laughs> webcam on Skype because everything was pink and I didn't want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously I've come on, we've had some, uh, in fact the first one I came to was the Milsim debate with Chris I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old uh, Chris, who uh, was the Sterling counterpart. Yeah, because I, I was speaking from more of Battlesim rather than Milsim perspective, as much as they marketed yeah. it as such. <laughs> Liars. 
it's not a meal sim. I can't say that on your show, can I? <laughs> I can't call people out on this show, can I? You can, you can, you, you voiced your opinion calling them liars, but we won't mention names on this show. <laughs> Fine then. <laughs> they, 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 if they're listening, they know who they are. <laughs> and if you're not, and yeah. if you're not, well, <laughs> boy, has Carlo got some choice words for you? <laughs> I know you live down the road, mate, but it won't stop me from coming up to you. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, well that that episode, uh, we had some quite heated debate around the differences in the events we were attending. So, as you said, Chris does a lot of Sterling. Yeah. Uh, I was doing this other series that shall remain nameless on this mm-hmm. show, because apparently they've turned things around with this series that they're running now, of Milsims, so, or Battlesim, Milsim, whatever they want to call it, because it's all about immersion. That is literally Milsim. Um, but yeah, it was a interesting debate to have at the time, and that's the thing with your show. Mine has very much so far, with the, with the exception of the last episode that you were on, been the more sort of interview type show. Whereas you tend to spark these active debates that will incorporate everyone. Uh, yeah, but that's fair. that's what human nature is kind of drawn to. Um, that the, the, the as I recently mentioned on the panel show, humans are attracted to the macabre. Yeah, and there's this little thing in the back of our minds that is drawn to some form of negativity, just just out of interest. Nobody feeds off of it, and the ones that do are literally just like they're either looking to balance themselves. Or they kind of don't feel good at the time, so you should probably get them a meal. Or yeah, buy them a happy meal. Yeah. Because that makes everyone happy. Eat the food in front they... of them and tell them they can keep the toy. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I could just... That, if that was me, I'd be so depressed. I'd be almost as depressed as when Red Street Barbecue closed down in Shoreditch. Oh my god, that was... I, I could, I, I think I cried that day. I, I, I know that, yeah, we were both on the show. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, take a moment. I, I had, I had the, uh, I had the sound of silence on loop <laughs> oh. that entire day because I was so <laughs> depressed. So, um, Sorry, you, it's, yeah. it's fine. Uh, you talk about the group talking about the conception of floperator. This yeah. is the TLA. Yes, yeah, the original um, inception of TLA. Yeah, which back when uh, that that mo- that came out of the Free Carlo movement. Yeah, hashtag Free fun. Carlo. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's, that's literally how I came about you, and then it turned out that we actually had quite a few friends in common. Yeah, and uh, I used to frequent your fr- your former workplace. Yeah, my, my second <clears throat> on the weekends. workplace. Yeah. yeah, yeah, on the weekends, which was fun. and it was like, hey, so there was this wanker <laughs> that um, came in and ordered like ten margaritas when I was working and I was the only one who knew yeah that was me cheers Carlo <laughs> <laughs> margaritas no that was more like Jaeger bombs back then back when I could drink Jaeger before the doctor said look you can keep abusing your body if you want to live the next 10 years I'm like sweet and then my exit strategy thank you very much he's got a stronger exit strategy than Brexit <laughs> you're right <laughs> I know how I'm going out <laughs> so um, I had to stop drinking Jägermeister <laughs> and, yes um, and, but, it was yeah, a sad so, day 
yeah, that that TLA group was really how I sort of came about getting involved with you in the airsoft community, and then obviously the podcast I came on the first time, and from <laughs> there uh, we've got this nice little collaboration running between me, you, Graham, and Kevin Pierre now. Yeah, so, which I, I love because yeah. when that when I started out doing the podcast thing, I was kind of like all on my own. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a bit sort of overwhelming getting involved, isn't it? Going right, what am I going to do that people are going to listen to? Yeah, and, and, um, and not every one of them hits. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's interesting watching the stats at the moment. I mean, on SoundCloud uh, alone, I'm just going with the SoundCloud kicking Mustangs episode is far ahead of everything, and people seem to go nuts for the sniper episodes. I find at the moment. Whether or not it's just the fact that you've got to pick who you choose on, and I tended to go at first with people I knew via Instagram with bigger followings, and now I'm starting to move away from that. So it'll be interesting to see how things go over the coming weeks. Although I do notice people seem to be going to the castettes thing. Mm. This is the thing, it's finding your platform as well, isn't it? Because it's all well and good saying iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever, but some people would just like, I find... I don't want to download an app. So, because I've linked this into my website at the moment, um, shameless plug, <laughs> then uh, I'm finding that people are tending to go via there because the download figure's far, far ahead of everything else. Mm. And people say it's not about the figures. At the end of the day... It kind of is and it isn't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, personally, I, I'm not sure about yourself, you'll probably agree. You, you do this for... Bit, Kind of because you like the sound of your own voice. <laughs> not really. <laughs> but <laughs> This is not a voice anybody like in my work life hears. <laughs> because usually at work I sound like this. Yeah. And it's kind of jaunting. Because I did this to my girlfriend the other day and she was like, you don't usually sound like that. What we should have done is we should have spoken like we were in the 1940s with pipes and <laughs> flag and, and bowler hats or something. And just, you yes, know, yes. Oh, who is it? Armstrong and Miller with the uh, the RAF <laughs> yeah. pilots. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Isn't is it? that not it? That is not it. <laughs> Standard. Yeah. <laughs> just do that for the entire episode. Could you just imagine people would be like, what are we listening to? Yeah. <laughs> I know, so, I know I get some hate mail for that, being like, dude, all your ideas are supposed to be original. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know. I know what you're saying, I hear what you're saying, but I just don't care. I, th- I think I think the best way we can describe that at the moment is um, an analogy I've heard recently about the Airsoft world. Everything in Airsoft is a copy of something. Yeah, but that's in life as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, there, there is no... There are, there may be a few originators and and originals of certain parts and, and theories, but the, I mean the science has been tested. I mean we, we base everything off the Magnus effect, yeah. which is how much spin is applied to a BB. Yeah, you know exactly, you, you yeah. can't you can't reinvent the wheel that way. No, you can't you can't change physics. <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right, Mister Scott. <laughs> <laughs> you can't change the laws of physics. <laughs> Just call me Stephen Hawking. <laughs> oh, that was the poorest impression. Bless him. 
dear. And watch everyone go, bye. <laughs> wow, I wonder what those numbers were. Why, yeah. why was it minus? Yeah. <laughs> Come back, we'll love you. But yeah, obviously your podcast, um, quite recently you've sort of announced that things may be slowing down. Yeah, um, what's been happening is the, the past three months have been... Uh, you know, really driving hard in my studies uh, yeah. because I'm studying two other languages um, and uh, a plumbing course as well. Alright. So <laughs> I've got that to do. Um, you know, so I've, I've had a massive shell out there. Uh, I'm at school or learning at least four out of six days a week. Yeah. And the one day off I do get, I'm busy like practicing for my plumbing courses. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, <laughs> I can't even fit airsoft into my schedule, let alone two hours to record a podcast. And you know, I'm, I'm working with my psych to try and get my sleep, uh, my sleep pattern back into a regular shift as well. Yeah, that's so, the thing as well. When you start you know, doing all this sort of stuff, it is. I don't think people realise just how daunting it can be to do a podcast on top of a day job because you know we sit here we think right who am I going to have on the show what can I do once you've recorded it's right okay how can we adjust the sound here to sort of even it out a little bit and make it just sound nicer for the people you've got to add music on um, so yeah it is and then obviously with you at the end of your shows you have Oscar <laughs> going bye everyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Oscar. Yeah. That, that was actually quite an interesting episode to have because, um, from my perspective, it was um, we were literally just sitting around a barbecue, weren't we? Yeah, and um, I think that's that's a natural sort of thing to get. Is it was the show was designed originally to be a radio show, yeah, and sound that way as well, and develop further. Uh, with that, where there'll be like live interaction, and then I told this to Graham, and he stole my idea. Yeah, and made Airsoft Nation with it. Fucking pro. <laughs> so, <laughs> if only you paid me money for my ideas, I'd be rich. And then someone could sue you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're like, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> this guy's got money now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm bankrupt. <laughs> no, um. Yeah, that it came from there, and uh, you know that that was always a very familial feel of just it, the listener being not so much an eavesdropper, but somebody in like that spare seat of a few friends sitting around a table or in a, a, a social space and just having a chat about what they like to chat about. Yeah, it was always exactly. designed that way. Uh, that's why we throw so many jokes in all the time. They don't yeah. always hit. They are kind of crap, but. Um, <laughs> I never said my show was good. Yeah. Coming at you this year, the Floperator and Chairsofter show branded Christmas crackers. Yeah. <laughs> It'd actually probably be quite entertaining for Christmas cracker jokes, that's the thing. We yeah, actually... that and, um, you know, every time like you open it, you, you just get the joke. There's no prize in yeah. there because we ran out of money on the designs. No, what it is is a used BB. <laughs> <laughs> With your name on it. Yeah. <laughs> It's personalised. <laughs> yeah, but it's that small an inscription you have to get. Um, the, you have to get another Christmas cracker with a magnifying glass in to read yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Now, um, going, going back to, to what you're saying about that that particular episode that we recorded with S-Type, um, S-Type Security. Uh, literally, we went down to their um, their training village at the time, and this is the first time I've ever recorded on location. Yeah. Which was rather interesting because at the time we were literally looking at how to do it, how to go about with it, and how close we could kind of pull everybody into this one microphone. Yeah. Um, because it was literally a setup that was, it, it was like the cost of an episode of Doctor Who. It's yeah. literally what what have you got in your pockets at the time? That was it. Right. <laughs> so the 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 further we went on with this, and we went through the village as well. And I think this was was this just after or just before the uh, the dogs. This was just after the um, the dogs event. Um, yeah. That myself, you, and a few others got involved with last year, which was for for the guys who've not come across this. Basically, uh, we were asked by S Type Security, who were helping with the Essex ICAC training at the time, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, to provide airsofters to give a four-man fire team for a dog competition. So there were eight of us, so we could take it in shifts, and it's just as well, because it was quite a warm day in the end, weren't it? Yeah, I passed out. Yeah, I almost threw you, up. You, yeah, you were dehydrated to <laughs> shit, man. But, um, I mean, it was a good day. You had all these guys coming. It put everyone out of their comfort zone, which was the thing that I found quite unique with it. Mm. Um, us, because... We don't have dogs in airsoft, really. You do see the odd one or two, actually, now. I've yeah, just run around the site. <laughs> yeah. But no, there, 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 I seem to remember, There's, a, I think there's one guy that actually goes out in game with his dog with him. But um, you've, you, we, we went in, there was a four-man team. We had the training provided by Steve, lovely guy. Um, really sound, genuine guy, down to earth. Mm. You can have a good laugh with him. You can tell he's ex forces as well because of the banter. But that's like <laughs> most of these security companies that you get. <laughs> Certainly that we come across within the airsoft community. Um, and he provided us the training as payment. So we started off sort of. I don't think many of us had really sort of played together regularly at the time and within two or three nights we were literally just running around this course as a full fire team and it it looked okay (laughs) it was look our formations were smooth and it looked completely rehearsed every single time yeah everyone hit their marks and then they introduced the dogs yeah and um well they're dogs yeah, these They're carnivorous are, animals. Yeah, we're not talking about a little fucking sausage <laughs> dog. or, or yeah, yeah. chihuahuas. <laughs> we're talking <laughs> God knows how many kilos of teeth and slobber <laughs> and noise. We're and, talking Rottweilers. Yeah. Uh, JS, uh, JS, uh, GSDs. Yeah, these, these are actual real life dogs from, the, from these killing machines walks, weren't they They're, it wasn't just the the sort of security dogs though was it if I remember there was like you had there was a Labrador as well she was quite stuff. cute yeah and um, so what happened was we provided the support and we were sending the dogs in to clear out the bad guys basically and just providing a fire team looking out for the different scenarios that would be occurring and it was a really interesting day just to put us outside that comfort zone certainly the dogs were outside of their comfort zone um a few of us had a couple of near misses one guy got bit but luckily he was okay um 
and then one of them went for one of the judges who just happened to be Big Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Big Phil Kempman. Yeah. Jesus, what a laugh that guy is. He's he's a he's genuinely charming. Yeah, he is a really down to earth guy. You can have a good laugh with him. Um it just made me laugh when we took the photo and he put his arm round Ryan and it's like, Well, Ryan, how does it feel knowing Phil's bicep is the same size as your head? <laughs> 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 he, he, he's a oh machine. god no the loose dog <laughs> yeah that's what I'm talking about one of them went can, can, I, can I use that word on this show the, uh, the C the word um, if we can find the video shall I upload it in the description yeah, yeah, think, yeah. If, if I find the video of this guys because um, everyone's froze apart from Phil he just shouted out. Yeah, so the Come dog here, naturally here. went for, me, for him. And um, you could just tell something clicked in his head and he went back into those days when he was serving. I, th- with I think he switched to his boxing days because you could see some of the moves he was using on this yeah. dog. He fully swung at it. <laughs> but uh, I, just, for, just to let everyone know, reassure everyone, the dog was okay. <laughs> Phil was more than okay. <laughs> It was, but, um, he didn't actually connect with the dog like, yeah. in terms of actually destroying it with like a few punches. It was literally um, we just I got it away say from love him. taps. No, because yeah. he, he was tapping it down with his forearms, just trying to keep it down. Yeah. But uh, literally, I think he, yeah, as you said, he literally went back into his old training. He put himself before anybody else. Yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, it's a really interesting event, and I hope one day we can do something like that, similar to that again and get involved with the guys again because it was a really unique event mm. and I, I, it's hard to describe it unless you've actually done it I'm finding yeah um, the, the other thing that we can that we can see is uh, basically each fire team had to guide the, the dogs and the dog handlers through this course yeah and throughout the course there were distractions and uh, distractions for the dog yeah uh, multiple noises going on at uh, different times and yeah, the dogs we had, had bangs, to show we had smokes yeah. there was blank firing pistols as well to get yeah. attention to the next threats and chainsaws with the blades removed yeah and um, the dog had to the dog and the handler had to show how much control that they needed for each assailant so there was one that was not a threat. Yeah, he was. He was a passive. And the dog couldn't. Yeah, as, yeah. as a passive um, assailant, if you will, he was very compliant with the orders of get down on the floor. However, if he dropped too quickly, dog would have gone for him. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was. It was literally making everyone think about it. And mm. um, big thanks to the guys who helped out with that. Albeit it was about yeah. a year ago now. It was. It's still. It's still something I bring up every now and again. Yeah. A it's a fantastic little, experience, yeah. even though we didn't get paid for it. <laughs> yeah, but those uh, are skills that will never leave my mind. Exactly, you know, it's, there's something that helps with. I mean, I'm I'm finding even when I'm at a normal skirmish day, if there's people stacking up on a door, I go in, bang, I'm I'm looking the other way just to make sure our backs covered, and it's things like that that you can transfer yeah. into airsoft. Okay, yes. Stacking doesn't tend to work as much as it would in the real world because. You you run into a room nine times out of ten in the CQB environment. There's about eighty BBs in the air coming towards you. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no but doubt. It it certainly gives you a bit more of an appreciation of what these guys do for real. 
Yeah, that 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 going back to our initial point because I think we've spoken about this event enough, and we're actually here to talk about your podcast. Are we? <laughs> that, oh, yeah. sorry, I got sidetracked. Yeah, <laughs> we we keep doing this, Carlo. Welcome to the Flubberator Podcast yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're like, going to have to mess with the levels for this quite a bit. I'm trying to move my microphone away from my face so it doesn't clip because I can see the level. Yeah, here. it's come up, but um, it, it's, <laughs> I'll, I'll have a look at that later. Um, it's actually warned me. Flop Raider's microphone audio is very loud and maybe clipping. Yeah, no <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers Carsten. But um, yeah, that was quite, again, that was quite a unique thing. And it was something that I've not really heard in Airsoft podcasts much. Is an actual on location. We're out in the field in the middle of nowhere, just outside Chelmsford at the time. Yeah. Talking about Airsoft and Steve discussing sort of what he was involved with in the army the security side of it working in the industry yeah it was really unique and then we had a nice recording about hour and a half two hours i think we were out there recording while we were eating burgers and stuff as well (laughs) yeah he's like can can i grab one of those hot dogs like yeah we're gonna take a break anyway so just scoffing down yeah and and the filth that came out during the break was amazing yeah, <laughs> but if then, you want to hear that, send me ten pounds. Yeah, but then uh, we get to the end of the episode, <laughs> and then you just—it's like, cheers, guys, thanks for listening. And then you just have, bye, everyone. And that's <laughs> since stuck at the end yeah. of the show, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, the only way I can uh, compare was... it is like the the little Mexican policeman at the end of American Dad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Have a good time. Bye. Have a bit of a day. <laughs> you know that that is basically what that is to your show. Yeah. Um. The, that idea kind of came about. I was like, we need a finisher because I I've never known. Um. Like how how to end anything. I can even when I was writing kind of uh, plays and shows for um for for some of the guys that I used to study performing arts with. I could never figure out how to end them. That's and a lot thing, of people yeah. said, why don't you start from the end and work your way back? I'm like, because the the fun and, and the thrill is getting to this this middle area here. Yeah. It's making this journey yeah. as it is. And nobody ever wants that resolved because then that, that puts everyone's mind at ease. Aren't you guys as on edge as I am? Yeah, we never... You know, even when yeah. I'm doing these interviews like now, I never really know where the show's going to go. I personally, I'll, I'll just start. We'll start off talking about like how how we got into airsoft and that, which you sort of did at the start, um, and then uh, we, I just progress it based on what comes out. Uh, we, we'll go into sort of your airsoft career in a little bit more detail shortly, uh, because obviously we're talking about the podcast at the moment. We're obviously trying to promote it to a new audience as well, so. Yeah, if you like if you like swear words and misogyny, listen to my show. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. We don't really do that much misogyny. Um. <laughs> not on not on the record. My God. <laughs> you see, I, like there's there's things in my head that make me laugh as well. And if that yeah. happens, that's really bad. Sorry, that's really unprofessional of me. I should really like <laughs> put my phone on silent when I'm recording, like I tell everybody else to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So your your show. Yes, my show. Um. 
the show itself is a wonderful listen if you have a long journey ahead of you because it kind of, it kind of keeps a tempo that um that is similar to to most music with a 4/4 four, four, uh, rhythm it's a long and relaxing intimate discussion between some friends um, like you know as you usually would when you get together with a few of your own personal friends as well and thinking yeah. just go out for a drink you know just go have a chat catch up on things see how things are going like what you got up to in the future Anything yeah exactly you're doing right now it's it's something that I kind of really wanted to bring forward that intimacy because I've found a lot of shows because I listen to a lot of podcasts especially when I'm at work helps yeah. me ignore my boss um, and everybody else around me because I'm really antisocial well I'm not really that antisocial to be honest it's more the fact that um, I, I've kind of learned to work uh, on my own a lot better than I have within a team per se which is probably why the Flopperator podcast is uh, a team effort, if you will. And yeah, um, I seem to be the one in the spotlight all the time. Yeah, I know I what don't you mean. Mind it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know what you mean because um, originally when I was going to set this up, there was going to be a couple of us, but trying to find times where schedules met, etc., it just mm. got to the point where I was like, right, I want to get this going. I'm going to do it by myself and go as a solo effort now the other individual who was going to be doing this with me yeah. is more than welcome to come on the show at any point in my eyes a bit like you have with John from Darkwater who's sort of a regular contributor to well, your John John gave me a schedule he's like look I'm free on this day if you want to record I was like great so we're moving the recording dates for the show thanks for being part of it and I'll uh, see you later yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I this is the thing as well when when we're trying to do something like this you, everyone's lives are different. Like, yeah. you're at the mercy of people's schedules, people's work schedules. Me, for example, I'm doing shift work, um, so I can only record sort of alternate weeks or weekends. Now, weekends tend to be reserved for game days as well, so trying to get those in at the same time doesn't necessarily yeah, work out. <laughs> no, not always, but, you know, you can... You can utilise what you need to at certain times in certain weeks. You know, yeah. if, if needs be, like we have done, for example, this week, yeah. two block recordings, and that's that's good to go for the the that's, entire yeah, the next two, two weeks. Yeah. yeah, that covers me with shift work, and it covers me up to the week I can record again, which is why I try and personally do two. But with with your show, yeah. I think I think I've literally come in from a game, my ass dragging on the floor, and we've gone right. Let's record. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that's literally how it used to be. Yeah. I mean, like I'd, I'd have been out on the piss and had some really good ideas, and then I just get in contact. And I was like, "Shit, I've got a recording to do soon. Should probably go home or get back to my laptop where I can start recording something decent." Because I have these wonderful ideas and I'm inebriated and I forget to write them down, so I have to record them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you need a memory bank just to add <laughs> yeah. these yeah, ideas the in. Guys, don't, don't drink to, to think that you're creative, because it never works. Yeah. Trust me, it doesn't. 
It's, that's called alcohol abuse. Answer. Yeah, alcoholism is not the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, life of regret that one is. Yeah. So, as, as we said, you, you're sort of taking a little step back for a few weeks to focus on your studies. Where does the future yeah. of the Floperator come from here? Oh, it'll be back. Um, the, the future itself, I'm looking at creating a radio um, station, if you will, featuring all areas of podcast and, and, uh, and all areas of airsoft as well. And this is using so Anchor. Hopefully, Which if is that works, we're both we're both sort of looking into at the moment. You've done a little bit more research than I have. <laughs> I, I downloaded it and pressed a few buttons. That was about it. <laughs> Everything <laughs> else is like, um, what am I doing? So yeah. I have to message Graham every day and be like, "How does this work? What about this button? What is breathing? What's what a bird? What is this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what kind of cheese is this? <laughs> what is this? Rice? No, that's cheese." <laughs> Nice. <laughs> what kind of dog is this? <laughs> I'm going to get a message one day from Graham saying, look mate, with respect to your process and everything like that, but none of us can understand what the fuck you're doing. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got to say, this is probably the most distracted I've been in an episode of the most of topics. It's that fun I've though, isn't it? Terms. Sometimes, yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's, it's nice to mix things up a bit. Because, yeah. as, as, as we said earlier, sort of the two shows are very rigid. Yours will tend to go off on tangents slightly. Only, only at certain times, dramat- because yeah. I think, like, over-dramatising certain subjects, e.g. what happened with uh, the Molyneux Advanced Systems Grenade. Yeah. Um... That Literally, thing. what what happened <laughs> with that and that scenario there was just abhorrent. Yeah, it really was, and the fact that the, another company had had bought out their own grenade, even though it's a lot heavier, but there's bounces, which is nice. Yeah, I'm waiting for the day, and we're going to talk about the Mass G grenade, and we're going to be like, oh yeah, that was a thing. In <laughs> five years time. <laughs> hey, do you remember this? Yeah, well, do you remember that one time? That supposedly guy it's going to be everyone. yeah. It's supposedly it's going to be coming out at the end of this year. Three years later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> three years. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's three years. I just picked the... a number out of my arse as well. There, that's a, that's a miracle. <laughs> no, it's literally yeah. Because I first heard about it in um, it, like, it being released around about Q four of twenty fifteen. Yeah, do you know what? I even completely forgot about it at one point. It was, I think everybody did. Yeah, I think. <laughs> even the people that put them put yeah, the, exactly. uh, Kickstarter <laughs> money into it. They were hoping people would forget about it. Yeah, just just disappear into the sunset with everyone's money. <laughs> no one time. Yeah, cute western themes yeah. <laughs> riding into the sun. Oh god, I've just had a vision of blazing saddles now. Oh dear, no. when, when he rides off into the sunset, jumps in the yeah, car. And yeah. Drives yeah, yeah. Off. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> Thanks, I Sheriff. Should... But you're still. A... <laughs> I might do that at an airsoft game. I might set up a toll booth in what? the middle of the site and just see if people stop at it, like in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> just literally, like the jail would be perfect for it. Just in the middle of that long drag, buy all the cars, just set up a toll booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see how many. Oh, that one. Yeah, no, yeah, another one. Sounds about that. Yeah, the yeah. Um, the old uh, security uh, booth. Yeah, they have there. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, you should definitely do that. <laughs> Go on, all the CrossFitters up the top there. Yeah, but um, that'd be hilarious. 
yeah, back so, on topic though. Yeah, yeah. So, so we've spoken about the show to yes. some extent. Uh, looking forward to seeing what happens when you get yourself together and you get everything back on track and you can. Yeah, find me too. Because that'll to be an amazing in. day, won't it? Yeah, it, it yeah. will. Because <laughs> people are going to be. I know there's a few people that listen to the show who listen to yours as well because they quite regularly post on Instagram. I listen to both your shows. I'm like, you damn traitors. How yeah. dare you? <laughs> hey, stats for both of us. Everybody's happy. Everybody happy. <laughs> yeah, but you know, when everybody's super, nobody yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, we've redefined I mean, the, the, the standard. Yeah. I mean, as, as it's two different shows, it's, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing how this radio thing works out for you. It was an idea I was originally toying with when I thought about this, but um, obviously... I'll Come on, Andy. What's your question? Everything. What's your question? <laughs> I, I wouldn't have a question, really. It's just something I'm not going to really sort of pursue for the time being because I'm just focusing on the other things, like the panel show last week, which hopefully that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was nice to talk about these issues because people may not necessarily think of them, right. but they do crop up, and especially with things like the way you see, especially a certain. Airsoft community group going, no names mentioned, you know who you are. <laughs> it does occasionally just turn into a bit of a cesspool, and like, that's that's what sort of led to my thought process behind that question. You know, it's it's tough thinking the things to discuss between three or four of you because some people may not view them as issues, which is something we've discussed about a couple of the episodes I'm looking at recording potentially as midweek specials because. Obviously, with myself, you, Graham, and Kev um, collaborating behind the scenes with what yeah. we're doing, it gives us opportunity to sort of air these things and discuss off the air, as it were. We can air them between us and go, yeah. right, what do you think of this idea? Which is great. You know, the more people help each other out in Airsoft rather than worrying about themselves, the better. <laughs> Yeah, but I've already got, <laughs> I've already got friends. What do I need you for? <laughs> right. The 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 cheeky banter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you if you got any good jokes, I don't have to pay for. I have them. Yeah. And 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 the uh, food trips to London. Yeah. Oh, we can't really do that anymore. Uh, well, there, there's other places. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Sorry, I'm just this year. I'm, I'm last minute packing everything for Grace Lake tomorrow. Because I'm staying at a friend's house tonight, so yeah. let's just get everything into this bag and ready to go. Um, so when when this episode actually airs, Grey Slate would have been and gone. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we can get John on to discuss that in the weeks. Oh, well, we'd love to. Yeah, his uh, I'll mention when his uh, free nights are when we, when we're done recording this. Don't really want to say that on public. Yeah, no, we don't want to let people know what his plans are, so they can't <laughs> sit <laughs> outside his house. Going, John lives. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be sad. So No, if you knock on the door, he'll probably let you in if he like remembers who you are. Yeah, but um, yeah, it'll be good to discuss that because obviously, at the time this airs, the events now been and gone. Yeah, um, and it'll be good to hear feedback on that. Oh um, yeah, sure, any time. You know, I'm not busy. Now, one thing we're going to discuss about your show, just before we move on to other things, yeah. the, the final thought on the show, 
you have quite a lot of people to thank for that show as well who are helping you out behind the scenes that you do at the start of every episode so Mm -hmm. how did these partnerships form with the podcast um okay so one of them uh southeast airsoft supplies literally turned around to me one day and said well we'll sponsor you well i'll say sponsor so here's a hoodie um you know you do great things when when you're on airsoft nation if you could wear this and um you know as uh, if things keep progressing really well and people come to us from you directly then there'll be further discussion of like freebies down the line i was like uh uh-huh okay and all i have to do is just wear this hoodie he's like yeah and don't bring us into any bad light i was like oh (laughs) um okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) kind of weighing up my options here because yeah like the hoodie had already been kind of ordered at that point so it was um arm twisted yeah as for the others um christopher lee who runs a sticker garage uk actually came directly to me and said dude can i design some like 3m vinyl stickers for you i was like yeah sure here's the design here's the vector and he, he came back to me he sent me some samples off yeah. and he said look if you want um i can do a run of these i said well i've got another design in mind that i think will be a lot better for you so i sent that off to him and he absolutely loved it yeah um and that design actually came from joshua evans yeah. on uh, Instagram as Tin and Shaker so these are people that kind of knew me from the Free Carlo movement as well as um, Chloe Durant who makes yeah, fantastic yeah. network yeah it's a name that I keep seeing cropping up yeah uh, she, no, she's wonderful certainly in the uh, groups that we we both frequent Yeah, the non-mainstream no, groups person. shall we say yeah. <laughs> street gangs yeah <laughs> Oh, don't. No, we'll she's to, um, we'll she's a really wonderful we'll person. And um, I got an uh, invite through to a wedding on to the left of me here, which I'm going to. Cool. Um, yeah. See, it's, it's amazing the networking you can do just through Airsoft, through going to places like, or going around the groups, meeting people, helping people out, and going to things like the Midlands Airsoft Fair, which we did a few weeks back. And oh, yeah. Even if I did have two rather loud young ladies running around causing oh, chaos, oh, no, they were lovely. They were lovely. Yeah, they they certainly kept everyone entertained. Because <laughs> they were probably dorks that had never seen women before and just went, "There's yeah, women here." To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was horrible, wasn't it? <laughs> and then there's me, like, calls a cucumber with my girlfriend there, and it's like, oh, Eddie, hey, did you get this entourage of fit women? <laughs> And Lauren hey, gives Callie me this look Robin of like, if, yeah. yeah. Callie, Lauren Robin, me, if you're listening, if you're listening, it was this guy yeah. <laughs> that said that. And then, and Lauren's looking at me like, "You don't ever say that about me." I'm like, "Yes." Ooh. Because. Rip Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me this look of like, when we get home, if there isn't any ice cream ready, you you die. I'm like, okay. You've got hell to pay. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned about sort. You used the word sort of sponsorship with SEAS because you corrected yourself quite quickly. Now I think sponsorship is a word that's quite often misused in the airsoft community. I'm not sure how you feel, but they're it. more affiliations than sponsorships because we had this discussion at uh, IWA a few of us, 
and if you thought about it, you, you, you had a sponsorship, it'd be right. C's tell you what sites you're going to go to use, yep. go to play, what equipment you're going to use, yep. what you're doing when you're there, who mm-hmm. you talk to, and yep. everything. They would literally plan your airsoft calendar. They, they would literally would... finance everything for me as long as I'll be an employee. Yeah, exactly. And neither side wants that. It's literally, it's it's kind of like a symbi- symbiotic. Okay, hang on. Is it symbiote or symbiote? Uh, we'll we go symbiotic. Yeah, I'm okay. sure someone Sy- will correct us in, in pronunciation. <laughs> I've said both, so I'm yeah. covered. All bases. Come at me, liberals. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end up in hell. <laughs> There's a special place reserved for me. It's called a throne. Yeah. <laughs> for those who know me personally, the off air Andy is completely different to the on air Andy. Oh, he is. <laughs> Andy drinks as much as I do. That's bad. <laughs> It's really bad. Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> not anymore, no, because I'm not allowed to drink anymore. Because Stonehouse is shut down. <laughs> no, it's Pop World now. It's a dive. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> the underage den of iniquity in Hartford. Oh, God, it's not as bad as Stevenage. Yeah, it's like, it's like Blackbirds used to be. Mm, at least Blackbirds went upmarket. Yeah. Anyone who comes down to Hartford, don't go to Pop World. If you come no, down to don't. visit me, we're not going there. <laughs> I might. <laughs> yeah, Carlo probably will. Just to cause carnage and watch people getting kicked out that he's grassed up for banter. No, I love I've grassed up, mate. I never grassed anybody up. But <laughs> I used there to was one to. time some guy did not leave me alone. Yeah. So um, I kind of had to rearrange his face a little bit. Yeah, soz. Yeah. <laughs> no. don't, just, just don't start with me when you're drunk. Because <laughs> I'm quite anxious yeah. as a person. I'm like the giant human version of a cat. Yeah. Okay, just don't fucking pick fights with me. Anyway, back on topic. Yeah. Sponsorship. Yeah, it is Sponsorship. just a symbolic sort of thing, isn't it? It's, it's, just... it's a symbiotic relationship. Basically, we, we work well together because they're a store and I'm a personality, if you will. I'm somebody that says things and people recognize from the things I say. As random Kev, random guy Kev would say, you're famous. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you're celebrity. Yeah. yeah, I'm famous, mate. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> Don't know what I'm famous for, or <laughs> why I'm supposed to be famous, but yeah, we'll go with that. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Good old Kev. No point changing it now. <laughs> no, Kev's great. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, that's all it is. It's, it's you helping spread the word. Yeah. And then in return. A lot of these places will give you a code that will help you help airsofters. Like, yeah, for example, like anybody that's mentioned the word flopperator when they order with C's gets ten percent off. Yeah, like like with me with Skirm Shop, they get five percent off if they use the code Chairsofter. You know, yeah. we're helping spread the word, and then helping airsofters get a little bit of money off of something as well. So everyone's happy because everyone's get a business. winner. Here. Yeah, the guys get their business, yeah. and the other guys. The airsofters get the um, get the slightly reduced rate on a decent bit of kit. Exactly. Like, the only person that loses out here is probably the tax man. Yeah. But, but oh screw well. them. Sorry, yeah. Josh, but fuck you too. Yeah, they <laughs> take enough money off of us. Yeah, exactly. It depresses me when I get my P60 at the end of the year and I'm like, uh, how oh, much no. tax did I pay? <laughs> <laughs> how screwed am I? Yeah, how much money am I never seeing again in my life? You know, maybe we should just move up north where everything's cheaper. 
Yeah. But then, so does, you know, yeah. Cost of living's cheaper, mm. but your wage goes down as well. Yeah. Maybe not. Let's not go to the north. It is a silly place. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's going to be good. It's, um, I'm looking forward to the show coming back, and it's great yeah. that you've got all these connections and you're helping the people the way you are. Well, to be honest, if it wasn't for them, the show probably wouldn't survive till now. Yeah. And it's great to have them as not only a source of material, but also... <laughs> You know, I'll go to them with certain things, certain ideas that I want to put through, uh, as well as the producers and Matt, the co-founder, who constantly just rips on me because I'm Sicilian. So he says that I'll probably change my mind halfway through a discussion anyway. <laughs> Thanks, mate. And, um, and yeah, like, we'll really just build everything up from there, but they, they really are, um, they're human. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, and there's that's a great sense of compassion from them as well. Yeah, it's not all about the um, how many people you've got following you at the end of the day on these things. It's just about the people that are listening and actually engaging with the show and getting involved. <laughs> Likes don't put food on the table. Exactly. Or pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. But I think we've sort of discussed the show now. Um, we've gone into uh, yeah. a fair bit of detail... Just go, before go, we go, listen to the show. It's everywhere. If you need yeah. it, we'll, we'll, we'll cover that at the end. Um, <laughs> so, Carlo, just to wrap up, we've spoken about the show. Uh, we've spoken about everything that you're up to and what's going on. Let's talk about your airsoft career. Where did it all start for you? Uh, let's see. So, this would have been 2012, like the back end. Um, a friend of mine had some magazines, and he came around to my house, and we were. Um, Enjoying each other's company, yeah, with a, a few bottles and that sort of thing. You know how it is out in the yeah. country. You have a few bottles and then yeah. like you decide to smash them over each other's heads, right? <laughs> so we did that, and then we finished doing that. Um, he said, "Like, look, do you, do you want to come like check this thing out? This could be really fun." I was like, mm, "I'll go on then." So we took because um, like neither of us, neither of us could drive at the time. I didn't have my a car anymore. Yeah, um, for obvious reasons, because I'm an idiot, and um, and he didn't have a license, so like the only way we could get down there was to train down to the sandpit, just oh, outside right, okay. of um, uh, outside of Blue Water Shopping Centre. Yeah, rest and the in peace, sandpit. Yeah, and the closest train station to that was Greenhithe. Yeah, and we live out in the sticks, like on, on the border of Hearts and Essex, so. It would have to be either a Saturday night jobby, and we stayed over somewhere, or very early Sunday morning, we take the train down, a two-hour journey, and the earliest trains that leave from here are like five to seven. Yeah. And you got to be on site the latest at nine thirty. Yeah, so you would have been cutting it fine then. <laughs> Real fine. <laughs> no, it wasn't just getting down to the station. It was walking along that bridge. Yeah. With all your kit. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. But yeah, at the time, I kind of... We we uh, we started investing heavily into it just before the first game. And we were buying all the Helicontex um, uh, multicam pattern, if you will, but they can't call it that. So I think it was like Camogrom or something. It's like multi-terrain yeah. pattern. And um, bought the, the trousers and 
um, Ubex jacket, uh, yeah, soft shell jacket. Um, I went to military first and bought myself a fly plate carrier with all the pouches on. And just to make people extra jealous, at the time I bought it, it was like 170 quid. Yeah. And now it's yeah. like well over 200, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you could buy it off me if you want. <laughs> yeah. I've charged you retail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the pouches have gone off of it anyway, because like, I split those off to people that needed them. Yeah. I was like, look, I know, I know, like you need some pouches, so just have these. Like, Why are you giving them away? Well, I've upgraded to bigger and better things. I mean, I'm not dissing fly at all. It's great stuff. I still use some of the pouches to this day, and six years on, it still works. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like I kind of outgrew that plate carrier because I'm, uh, I like abusing my body with um, alcohol and good food. Yeah, <laughs> don't we all? Soon. <laughs> some of us suffer more than others. I like ice cream. Yeah. Don't hate. Give me pizza. Yeah, and uh, you know, started playing down there for a little while, and um, that was great because you get a, a vast amount of space. You can kind of really gauge your ranges. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't played there, the place is massive, mm. isn't it? Or was yeah. massive. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it, it had elements of both an uh, an, an outdoor long range battlefield yeah as well as uh, uh, an urban environment as well due yeah, to exactly. having like loads of buildings and these these tight rooms in the buildings as well and all um, the vehicles as well to get you around oh, the really vehicles are to the day, yeah 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 there was a build day up there once and um, I turned up for it um, on the like around the banks of the lake or the river down there yeah so we better put these little barricades and so on and so forth just to try and uh, stem the, the and bottleneck the players in game, so we oh, yeah. just designed this entire piece to go all the way up. It's a fantastic day, yeah. and that was must have been about what four years ago now. Yeah, yeah a long possibly, time ago. Yeah, because yeah, that was the day I got stopped outside of uh, King's Cross and Pancras. <laughs> mm. That's a story for another day, I'm sure. After a few beers, yeah. So, um, yeah, obviously you went on from there on to bigger and better things and oh, played yeah, different started sites. Playing in Woodland. That was yeah. fun. And then I realised there was a site literally up the road from me. So we started checking that one out and then not going back to it. <laughs> I could probably guess which one you're on about as well. Yeah, well, you know, it's only up the road. I'm not going to mention yeah. where it is because then people go, oh, there's only one there, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We won't mention where it is. But, um, but like I yeah. said, it's on the border of Hearts and Essex, like past Harlow, so you can kind of work that out. <laughs> but yeah, and then obviously you've got quite heavily involved with the team at Darkwater as well now. Yeah. Um, them out. Yeah, I've had basically my my friendship with uh, the the Mills, if you will, the Millses. I don't yep. know what the plural of Mills would be. Um, and and the team down there has just really gone from strength to strength in terms of the fact that you know from from one year of just chatting online on Facebook to now me going round and threatening to steal his cat at his personal address <laughs> is, you know one one of a, the immense kind of gratitude really and he yeah. never comes to visit up here I think it's because his truck doesn't get past like sixty miles from home and then it's just like you know what let's not bother. Yeah, fuck this shit, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> He's got a core recovery vehicle in. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And obviously you've got um Grace Lake coming up again, though you've just come yeah. off one and they've just, uh, just came off of Grace Lake too, so um do you, do you want to let people in like behind the curtain on, on this episode? Oh, well, we're hoping to have uh, this... Jonathan on in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. Um, to go through his Milsims and that. So yeah. um, we'll discuss them in a bit more detail with him. Uh, from your perspective, how was the event? Uh, it, was, it was a stellar event, actually. Um, you know, there, there were a lot of experiment, experimental phases that the guys put in place, and uh, a lot of kinks that they had to work out before the event. But the event ran as smoothly as possible. Um, for me personally, everyone there played their part exceptionally well. You know, uh, my team won, obviously, because... Yeah, you're you know, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, I didn't want to say it myself, but it's nice to be... Uh... Uh, I mean, I've got to say, I've seen a few videos coming out from it, and the, the sort of the immersion into it, and how into it people got with the rioting and stuff. Was yeah, the peaceful protest, the riots, and, and the fact that I um, I was then employed by Blue Four to uh, move on these people from, yeah. from their area and I realised that the only thing that they wanted was a person yeah so we sold that person <laughs> to the opposition forces <laughs> and, nicely uh, done as soon, yeah well as soon as that package was delivered yeah. the one I see of the op for who was cleverly hidden among the um, uh, among the rioters came up to me and goes yeah package been delivered we're, uh, we're leaving I was like oh thanks see ya <laughs> Sounds good. I'll have to try and get on one at some point. Yeah, um, I'm away on the next yeah, one. Well, I don't want to spoil too much, otherwise I'll take away from John's episode. But yeah, um, yeah, there's one coming up in, the, in July and one coming up in September. Yeah, dates for the July one are out there if anyone wants to have a look and yeah, we'll get you July some more information 8th. about it from John in a few weeks with a bit of luck. Yeah. Um, the other thing that that needs to be approached is basically if you're listening to this episode full, um, this has actually been recorded over the space of two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so when when you listen to the start of the episode, you'll hear Andy mention that I'm going to Grace Lake, and this is now literally the, uh, the the week after, like seven days from the event. Carlo, where can people find you? Uh, Floperatorpodcast.com is the website. Um, also, Floperator Podcast on any of your podcasting software like iTunes, uh, Podcast Republic, SoundCloud, um, you know anything, Stitcher, Deezer. If you really want to go there, still working on on to getting onto that Google Play playlist, but you know. Thanks very much, Carlo, for coming on the show, uh, guys. As mentioned, uh, it is a little bit jumpy. We did suffer some technical issues during recording. Uh, for me, go check out Carlo's podcast, and I'll see you next time. Take care, bye, guys. <laughs>